This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk prepping in the apartment. Um, so, I guess what I was thinking is, I was at my house this evening, and helicopters were circling around. In my mind, I was like, oh, wait, is this some kind of Ruby Ridge, Ruby Ridge situation? Ooh. I got a little panicky, so I grabbed my backpack threw the laptop in there. I grabbed all my Irish beers left over from St. Patty's Day. Right. Filled them in there. Got in the truck. Kissed the wife goodbye. Said, I'm freaking out of here. You're on your own. You left her there? with oh, all I the, left her there. With all the stash? With the stash. You know, somebody's got to guard it. <laughs> and here I am. So I think that's like the first thing that comes to mind when prepping in an apartment is, do I stay when things are getting bad mm. or do I get the hell out of Dodge? Cause I'm thinking cousin Eddie, he's like, I'm hunkering down. Yeah. Didn't end well for out. him in that Ruby Ridge. I movie. mean, they lasted a good few months anyway. They did shoot his wife in the back of the head and his son, I think got shot as well. Yeah. So he maybe was the it first didn't work one. Out. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's Randy Weaver. That was his name. Randy Weaver. Yeah. All right. Played by Randy Quaid in the movie. Fantastic. Fantastic movie. Fantastic. It's a little strange. Mm-hmm. Um, you have mixed feelings after that one. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the kind of thing. I mean, apartment living, I think we're looking at it. 
I mean, obviously this would apply to anybody in an apartment. You could kind of, you know, take a lot of good insight here. But I think the main approach is like in Manhattan or something. You're in the the 50-story high-rise and you're there and and shit goes bad. Um, Basically, people are getting off the island. Uh, Maybe they hear the Indian points going crazy and there's nuclear meltdown or maybe... uh, Maybe all the power's gone out. Uh, maybe the electric went out for four days and mm-hmm. you're stuck in your apartment. Um, what are you going to do? And I guess you're saying, how do you know when you it's time to get the hell out of the apartment? Yeah. Yeah, how do you what know you when thinking? it's time to go? I mean, if you're in, in Manhattan and something bad happens, you're probably already stuck. Every the All the bridges are already packed. The bridges are packed. Definitely by car, mm-hmm. you're going to have issues. You're stuck. Now, if you're on the outskirts of, like, St. Louis in a small apartment building, different story. You know, maybe maybe you want to hunker down even more then, but at least you have the option of taking off. I kind of, if I find myself in an apartment in St. Louis, mm-hmm. I don't want, I want to hunker down right now. Yeah, yeah. Right I now, leave if that you're apartment. listening to this podcast. If you're in St. Louis, yeah, I was there, I was there a couple weeks you. ago, and uh, things haven't gotten a lot better since I let, was there it last. It may be too late for you. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, a lot of that comes to go, you know, a lot of that comes down to do you have some place to go, you know? Do you have a bug out location? If you're living in an apartment, the odds are you don't have a lake house. Um, but, you know, you might have an uncle. Or a cousin or a brother that's got, you know, got some place for you to crash at. So, I mean, it really uh, comes down to do you have somewhere to bug out to? Do you at least have a storage lock? If you're 25 and this is your first uh, time living out on your own, you know, maybe hunkering down is the best bet. Or go run back to mommy's. Yeah, mommy's house. Mommy's house. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So that sounds right. Uh, I I do know, like, if you're in Manhattan... um, I would say the first day of a disaster, maybe twenty, maybe thirty six hours, mm-hmm. you might be able to get out. I, I wouldn't risk the tunnel. Yeah, um, I would think George Washington Bridge, something like that. Mm-hmm. Probably make it out, but after a week, you decide to hunker down. It's probably going to be barricades there. There's probably going to be people who are, you know, looking to exact a toll from you possibly mm-hmm. um you may want to think about yeah, and, swimming and honestly, the mighty hudson the york, river yeah the new york state thruway system it's pr- you're probably gonna you know paying those tolls is probably more than what anybody else is gonna try and charge you yeah i think it's uh 24 dollars to go over the george washington now you may be uh maybe you need to think about a sailboat maybe you have a boat and you know, you're a pretty slick guy if you can afford to keep a boat uh, docked on the island. Yeah. That, you know, that's going to cost you some bank. Mm-hmm. But I think most people that are living in apartments aren't living in major, major cities. No. No. Throw in Brooklyn. Well. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's go through a supply list of stuff that you might want to have on hand if you're All an right. apartment. So property. we're going to get down to the meat. The meat. All right. This is you stocking up, planning on riding it out. In your apartment. All right, so we'll start with uh, basic supply list. I want to start with uh, uh, power, basically, energy stuff, uh, batteries. Now, 
AA alkaline batteries, AAA alkaline batteries, you can store them in a box for five to ten years before they start losing any energy. Um, uh, lithium batteries, the AA and AAAs, the last ten to fifteen years. Yeah, so those, I mean, those, like, stock up loop. on the batteries. Don't worry about. Uh, don't yeah. worry about having too many. No, not gonna happen. Um, kerosene, uh, matches, lighters, propane, um, crank charge radio and flashlight, and solar powered charger for anything that you can get. And everything you can. And get. everything you can get. I just um, got one solar huge. For, uh, yeah, for um with a HDMI cord. So it's like, you know, anything with an HDMI cord, I can plug in there and charge it up. Right. Cheap. Cheap. That's it. No, definitely having some solar chargers, maybe a crank, you know, flashlight, that kind of thing. Um, solar and batteries are huge. Uh, definitely now, big thing, city, you're going to want water. Right. You're going to need somewhere to s- store water. So you're thinking water, Bob? Mm-hmm. Um, water bob, you know, you throw it in the bathtub, you buy that on Amazon, 29 bucks, something like that. Comes with a pump, mm-hmm. pump out the water. Basically, it's like a big plastic liner so you can fill up your bathtub that might be gross. Mm-hmm. Now, you might be saying, well, Chuck, I'm in an apartment and most apartments don't even have a bathtub. Well, I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can get those five-gallon uh Water jugs that like the for the that they use for the water coolers, not a big deal, you know. Have those sitting around. Um, I've got a couple of five gallon jugs here that I use. You know, I try and rotate it out, but hypothetically, you don't have to. If you had a bunch of five gallon buckets and mm-hmm. they all stack into each other, you could probably stack them pretty high, and I have quite a few. And I gotta say, if you have other apartments above you. Mm-hmm. If you're collecting the water early on, yeah, you shouldn't you have any get problem. a lot of water because you're taking it from all their plumbing, right? And it's going to gravity down, you know. Yeah, and there's going to be plenty, plenty left, you know, as long as you're not the top floor. Yeah, you should be all right. Yeah, that's when the penthouse isn't looking mm-hmm. so good. All right, now uh, power goes out, lights are out. All right, um, candles. You can you can stock up on candles pretty inexpensively if you go on. You know, if you go on uh, online, get them. You know, get a box of them. Um, those uh, magical uh, Catholic candles that you see at the dollar store, perfect. Those are great. Um, kerosene lamp. Not doesn't take up a lot of space. I told you to save some kerosene earlier. Now you've got it for your lamp. Uh, flashlights. Uh, chem lights you can even use. Those are great for one-time use, uh, you know, overnight. Just hang up by the bathroom so you can uh, find where you're supposed to be pissing in the middle of the night. Right. Um, all right, let's talk about heat. Power's out. It's November. You're in uh, wherever, Massachusetts, Minnesota. You're fucked. You're going to freeze to death. Um, so, one, you should have a couple of sleeping bags. Yeah. Um, the... You know, maybe you can a, get like maybe a significant other. Yeah. Yep. To keep you warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skin skin contact is important. Um. You can dress for the weather, even though you're in your apartment. You know, wear your sweatshirt. Wear your uh, long johns. You know, layer up. Uh, propane heaters. From when I told you you had propane earlier. You did. There's a lot of uh, you know, 
you I've got uh tons and tons of five gallon uh propane tanks and uh I can run my my grill for a long time, but I don't have any heaters right now that run off of those those uh five gallon tanks. So I've got some smaller containers uh for my heaters. But I you know, one thing I do need to upgrade is is uh getting some heaters that I can put on the end of the propane tanks. Um all right, so w- let's talk about your apartment medicine cabinet. Smart. Um, so what you know, basics that you want to have in there, pretty pretty simple stuff that you always want to be stocked up with: aspirin, Tylenol, ibuprofen, um, antihistamine. You want you know both the tablets and the cream, uh, latex gloves, uh, anti- antibiotics. You know. Either the you know, antibiotic. we've talked about the fish antibiotics. Right, right. Maybe you save them from that time you were faking sick. Right. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yep. Uh, or, or that time your wife, like, started to take the antibiotics and then and was said, like, yeah, I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, antibiotic cream. You know, any cut can become a disaster if you don't, don't have a good way to disinfect it. Um, ace bandages. Rolled gauze, tape, gauze, more gauze. Would you put some gauze in your first aid kit? Yes. Oh, all right. Gauze. Yes. That's a good idea. More gauze. However many you have, you want more than that. Mm. Um, Antiseptics like that. How about a way to collect rainwater with those buckets? All right. Sorry. I'm getting off. Getting ahead. Stick to the first aid. The next. Yeah. We're we're moving into the the buckets in a minute. Uh, Thermometer. Athlete's foot powder lasts longer than cream. Mm? I tell my wife every day, I'm not going through the apocalypse with athlete's foot. It's That's not right. going to happen. No. Rot, foot rot is not, not a way to end your life. Uh, multivitamins and aloe for burns. Excellent. Now, multivitamins are really to supplement your diet. You know, if you've got to make things stretch a little bit, this will at least help, keep you from getting scurvy, you know? Um. All right, so let's talk about storage. Let's talk about your five-gallon buckets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so five-gallon buckets. Now, first, let me tell you about long-term food storage. Mm-hmm. What do you say, six months? Yeah, I would— Per I'd, person? I would think that, yeah. Six months per person in an apartment. Well, I don't know. In an apartment, you might not be able to get six months. You have to be very— uh, You'd be surprised. You know, there's a lot of space under the— under the bed, you probably didn't even think about storing shit mm-hmm. there. <clears throat> um, stack that closet up. Just go That's in there. That's where I keep all my take porn magazines, wife, though. What am I going to do with that? Sho- I have an idea for that later. Okay. Take your wife's shoes. The you know um, what else you got in the closet? Um, shoes, winter coats. Guns. Gu- no guns. We're leaving. Oh, okay. They're, they're staying they stay. in the closet. All right. Yeah. No, but it, we could fit the food storage in there. Oh, the purses. Throw that shit out. Throw that shit in the garbage? Nobody will even notice. Don't All even right. worry about it. All right. See, I'm thinking. I'm that looking seems out for like, you. That seems like you, you probably might have, have a problems. closet full of shoes and I purses. Do, I do. There's, so, there's an entire closet. Yep. All right. So we, you got to clear that out. That's where your long-term food storage is going to be. Okay. Um, Five-gallon buckets. Get, get five or ten. Stack them up. Get lids with them. You might have to poop in those. Ooh. So you want to be able to cover it up? Cool thing. You're up on like the 50th floor. <laughs> you just throw that shit out the uh-huh. window. 
You poop in the bucket, you dump it out. Dump it the out. The cool thing is if you piss and poop in the same bucket, mm-hmm. it comes right out. It washes pretty itself. Smooth. Yeah, it takes care of itself right there. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that may be a thing. Um, now. But you're going to be out there collecting rainwater and you're hoping the guy above you. you got to use a different bucket. You have to oh. have at least two buckets. All right. All right. Uh, one of those buckets should be full of candles. Mm. Uh, Rubbermaid bins. I always talk about these. I I do this. I love this shit. I have all my gear set up. Is it the right height to just slide under your bed? Uh, No, they're too big for that. Poo paper? But you can. Yeah, poo paper you can put in your bins. All right. Um, You can put uh, stack food in your bins. I got a uh, bin outside just full of of food. Um. Medical supplies you can put in your bins, uh, heating, tools. Now, you can stack all these bins in a corner of the room, and you can have all your storage right there, minus maybe not quite enough food and water. So, I mean, that's pretty simple uh, storage method right there. Just get stackable bins, yeah. stack them up in a corner, and you know have each one designated for one thing. Um, now, let's talk about canned food. Let's talk about food. I like food. Um, I eat food all the time. All the time. Maybe too often I eat. Sometimes food. three times a day. Holy shit. You're going to get <laughs> fat like that, man. <laughs> Mess around. Careful. Um, canned food is good, uh, but think about proteins. Think about canned tuna fish. Think about canned chicken. Think about, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. But keep your canned vegetables, you know? going to have to get your vitamins and minerals. Well, over at my Patriot Supply, they had a big sale on Chili Mac. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Freeze-dried foods take up a lot less space than canned food does. So if you're trying to save on space, that's the way to go. You're looking at a little bit of a of a cost increase. Definitely. Um, so that's it. I mean, you can mind. buy a lot of bags of rice and whatever that'll last, but... Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go to, like... I know here we have like Price Chopper. I don't know, you know, where you guys live, what mm-hmm. the grocery stores are, but I, I always bitch about the prices, and my old lady likes to go there and whatever. And I'm like, you know, you pay twice as much for stupid shit and whatever. Right. But she shows me like they're having these like can can specials or some shit. I don't know what the fuck they do. So you go in, it's like. 10 cans of pasta sauce for 10 bucks, mm-hmm. 10 boxes of Captain Crunch for 10 bucks. I mean, you can really put away some serious stuff if you buy it at the right time. Right. Um, you know, and they do, you know, four for a dollar freaking canned vegetables, whatever. Right. And you can just stack up, a, uh, you know, the back of your cabinets. No, with... obviously you got to kind of rotate through it a little mm-hmm. bit. And, you know, this stuff is a lot of it's like two year lifetime, something like that. Yeah. You're not, you know really long term you got to kind of start over all the time mm-hmm. give it to your poor friends or wait till the boy scouts come around and Collecting leave those cans. little plastic bags they leave the fucking house. bags and i fill them up they and then they don't come, come back, back for they them. never come back motherfucker all those dude, poor people I starving to death i cornered the kid this year yeah and i'm like look man don't freaking put the bag here because i'm gonna put it out and if you don't come back i'm gonna find you and so i'm waiting and waiting and man he was the sneakiest little fucker he just I, I went like into the bathroom. Just or you were just watching out, out the window, and I'm like, "Fuck, he got it!" All right, well, good. So you know, he was probably scared you were gonna beat the shit out of him. He was probably, he was probably hiding probably in the bushes, That's waiting. What I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> like a little shit. stealth operation. Uh huh. Um, peanut butter and jelly, long term, that lasts for a long time. 
full of sugar, full of... Uh, also a 10 for 10 item at Price Chopper, I have to what's point that? out. Peanut butter. Peanut butter, okay. Fantastic. Now, it's these like, little Peter Pan, and they kind of are like honey-flavored or yeah, something. Yeah, some weird uh, shit. Yeah. It's a little uneasy, but I'm like, fuck it, I'll just give it to poor people when I don't right. want it. You yeah. Know? I, I usually go with the strawberry jelly. Oh. But grape is okay, too. You okay. can do grape. You know, I like if it like says preserves or something like that. I think the word jelly, I don't like it, mm-hmm. but I like jam or preserves. Okay. But the wife always yells at me, oh, there's seeds in there or something. Yeah, it gets caught in your intestines, and then you become fat, even though you're not fat because your intestines oh, are shit, just packed full happened? of seeds. Yes. that's. <laughs> if you're an old person, they say don't, don't eat don't do that. jelly with seeds in it because it just gets caught in the little pockets in your intestines. You're clearing up a lot of things for me here. Uh-huh. Um, rice is great. We talked about that already. Yes. Um, you can get 20 pounds of rice for 18 bucks. Stick it in the five-gallon bucket. You're good. Now, people like those Mylar bags. Yeah. Stuff it in there. Yeah. And then, you know, it buys you a little extra moisture protection. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to. I don't yeah. know. Do you? If you're going to rotate it every two years, it's not really going to matter. If it's in the five-gallon bucket, you'll probably be all right. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah, and you know, eat, if it gets rice. like the little weebles or whatever, it's just extra protein and shit in there. That's right, you man. Don't even it's worry still good. About it. They look like rice. You know what I mean? They're just a little <laughs> off color. There you go. You won't even notice. Feed the weevils to the kids. There you go. They won't go. even know. Those are flavor bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Uh let's talk about tools. All right. Your apartment toolbox. Um duct tape. That I should like be your tape. chief, uh, your, you know, your Let's your upgrade staple. to the modern prepper and say Gorilla Tape. Mm. Right. It's like duct tape, but better. All right. I got gotcha. you. Maybe channel locks. We throwing channel locks in there? Mm-hmm. Channel locks, definitely. Um, I'd say uh, an adjustable crescent wrench. Good one. Um, now, I'm, I got hammer and nails here, but I'm also going to say screw gun. Um, mine's usually charged up when I go to grab it out of there. I usually keep it charged, and it'll last long enough for you to screw your door shut if somebody's somebody's trying to find you. Yeah. Um, I'd also keep a couple of two by fours, um, maybe four inches bigger than the width of your door, your front door, back door. You know, screw it across there. Nobody's gonna be kicking in that door. Unless you, uh, you Plus, know, unless they got a battery. A, a lot of New York City types uh, end up going with, they have where you can put a little uh, notch in your floor, mm-hmm. and then they have the bar that you can lay against right. it. Um, that's, you know, a cool way to go. But if not, if you're cheap like Kevin, you can just do the straight bracket on either side and throw a two-by-four right across it. Right. Um, handsaw, good thing to have in there. Uh, power's out. You got to cut the board. You know, draw a straight line and, and do your best. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's all I got for tools. Uh, you got anything else you want to throw in with the tools? And the apartment nice toolbox? Crowbar. crowbar, yep. You know, hell, you may as well throw a fireman axe in there. Yeah. In case and, uh, you have to get in one of the neighbor's apartments. Bolt cutters, yep. Bolt cutters, all right. Yeah, you can get in on all the storage lockers down in the basement. Yep. Um, all right, so let's talk about apartment security. We were talking about uh, barricading the door, but uh, also you got to have a fire plan. You know, let's say nothing's going wrong. You're just in your third floor apartment, and there's a fucking fire downstairs, and you were sleeping, 
And now both the uh, stairwell and the elevator are out of uh, out of use. All right, How are you well, getting out? First thing I'd want to do is I got to tell you. So I actually checked into this. They have the ladders for escaping out your balcony or mm-hmm. you know one of your windows, whatever that kind of thing. I checked it out on Amazon. That crappy uh, company kid that make like the smoke alarms and mm-hmm. whatever. So for the the upgraded like three story one was like sixty five dollars, mm-hmm. and it was like twenty nine or thirty nine dollars for a thirteen foot ladder that you can hook in the window and be able to get out and at least drop down to the floor below that kind right. of thing. Um, you know, shit, you can buy five hundred feet of freaking uh, five fifty paracord. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually thinking about this, and then uh, Tac Pack showed up in my mailbox over the week. Okay. And they had like a 50-foot pack of uh, 550 paracord in there. And, you know, that's going to give you the extra, you know, length to go down and and make the distance, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, you also have to think about where your apartment is and how you would get out, you know? Is there, how many exits are there? Is there, you know, a back door that you can run out? Are you on the third floor? Are you on the 10th floor? How many staircases are? How far are the staircases from your front door? Is there a fire escape? You know, all these things you're going to have to think about being in an apartment, being able to get out of your apartment and not being able to use your front door. And they recommend a no-go on the elevator. Mm -hmm. But, you know, hey, if it works, I mean, you know, hey. I'm not going to tell you, if you're on the 60th floor and there's a fire somewhere, I'm not going to tell you to run down all those 60 stairs. The firemen will. Yeah, I'd smart. take I'd take the 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 elevator. Kevin, you could have just killed somebody right there. Somebody just died. I know somebody how somebody just died in this episode. All right, um, let's talk about uh, home invasion. Well, all right. Well, the beginning of home invasion. I would say, what kind of weapons would you maybe have in your apartment mm-hmm. now, in America, and pretty much the rest of the world? Most cities, guns are pretty much a no-go right um a lot of places guns are not an option Mm -hmm. so we have tasers we have pepper spray um blunt weapons yeah maybe that crowbar comes back into play Mm -hmm. uh you know i know that most of the world plays some sort of weird game like cricket or something oh cricket we play baseball here sure baseball bats now little secret of the pros if you're not a pro Put a sock on the end of that baseball bat. Then when you fuck up and they catch it, you can slide it back out and you've got one more <laughs> shot. Don't fuck it up the second time. Times two, huh? <laughs> All right. Not bad. Um, Yeah, rugby, whatever. They all have sticks, right? Not rugby. No, no they don't have sticks. No. What do they it's do? It's a completely different game. <laughs> what am I I'm not going to explain of? rugby to you right now. <laughs> but there's do? no stick involved. No? No. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> cricket. Cricket bats. Cricket. All right. Good enough. Um, I don't know. It's baseball and football. That's all we got in America. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't even tell me about soccer. Just shut up. It's yeah. not even a thing. Uh, you know, our our northern brothers up there in Canada, hockey, hockey stick works, right, works stick. fine. Yeah. All right. Do your thing. Now, I, I'm told in New York, at first I was told no pepper spray at all. Then it turns out you can have pepper spray if you're not a convicted felon 
and like you register it with the government or some bullshit. That sounds completely insane. But Kevin will tell you that you can actually make your own homemade pepper spray. Yeah, I think there's a video of me spraying myself in the face with my homemade pepper spray. All right. It didn't feel good, but it wasn't as good as as regular pepper spray. I'm going to give it that caveat. So you might want to look into that. You might want to make your own if you're limited. And maybe after the apocalypse, you make your own. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, you do what you got to do. You can make it with rubbing alcohol and jalapeno peppers. That's and, a good thing. And baby oil. You want to add a little bit, make it sticky. Make it sticky? Yeah. Hard um, to get out of the eyes? Yeah. I was uh, going through um, the city the other day, um, and I stopped in at a gas station. This is this is like Tuesday at one. And they offered you pepper spray? There's no pepper spray there. Oh, okay. Um, but one thing you have to worry about when you're in the city is is the homeless, like, vagrants. They smell like pee. Yeah. I went into into this gas station. There's I saw the guy out of the corner of my eye immediately. Tattoos on his neck. Uh, like I said, it was one thirty in the Wait, afternoon. Was he, he just was in wearing, a band? He was wearing pajama pants. Ah, uh, yeah. And slip on like house slippers yep. and a t shirt. Yep. And uh, I was watching him out of the corner of my eye, and I I see that he stopped, and he starts foaming blood out of his mouth and shaking. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. You didn't want to go give him CPR? Just throw your lips right on him? All over the front of his shirt, spitting out all over the place, falls in the ground, starts flopping around. He's banging his head on the ground. And I was like, well, shit. I can't just let him beat the fuck out of himself. Or can you? I I could have. (laughs) I didn't. So I went and, you know, just kept him, you know, from from smacking his head on the floor and punching himself. And uh, just kept going on. He kept spitting blood out of his mouth. I was nice. like, "Fucking Christ!" Like, because I'm thinking that all the all the tattoos he's got, right? He's already like on the list of like people you don't whose blood you don't want on you, right? Right? You know, God God knows what else he was doing. So, should I be sitting next to you? I feel like, so, yeah. So he was flopping around for like five minutes. I had the the lady that runs the gas station called nine one one. All right, and. uh I had uh, the other person working there go get some towels to stick under his head so I didn't have to, like, have my hand in the puddle of blood that was underneath his head. Sure. And uh, so the paramedics get there. I get up, I go around, and I'm washing my hands, and I look over at him, and he's laying on the ground, and he's got his shirt lifted up just a little bit, just enough that I can see the tattoo that says, fuck you on his stomach. Yeah. He's like, well, that's a fine howdy-do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a great message to send me. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> Little care. Little dick. He didn't and I care. found out his name is Matt. Matt, if you're listening, you're a dick. Dick. I believe it. You know, over and over again. Um. So, home invasion. Yeah. So, all right. Well, basically, how do we keep the bad guy from kicking in our door and being the home invader. Right. That's that's concern number one. All right. So one thing I did look into prior to this uh, podcast here, there's mm-hmm. a website called Doors4, and that would be the number four security dot US. All right. Now, these people will make a door. Now, you're like, oh, Chuck, I looked on the interwebs, and they're all like $2,000. Mm-hmm. Yep. I a did lot look of them at those. Are. So they have in stock shipped. You just tell them your dimensions, which side the hinges are on, and then you're running about 325. 
And you know what? That's what a door costs. And that's like the steel steel security door. Mm-hmm. And that would be uh, bulletproof for handguns. What? Yep. I don't fuck around. How much was this? Uh, three twenty nine shipped. Oh, I think I might have to upgrade. So for your apartment, like that. that might be the option. And you guys can't see it, but it has like the regular door uh, door latch, mm-hmm. and then four deadbolts that all turn off one switch. Ooh! So you turn the latch, and four deadbolt slides. Nice. Kick over. Because I know I'd be super lazy. I'd only lock one of them. Yeah, you're only gonna lock one of them. Mm-hmm. But this does it all in one motion. So nice. I'm just saying, that's an option, something you might want to check out. They got a spec sheet. Now, another thing, like I was I was thinking about this. I'm like, you know, what kind of ballistic level are we really looking for? You know, we just talked about body armor in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, in an apartment, they're probably only going to be throwing handgun at you. Handgun or shotgun, Mm -hmm. probably not slugs. Right. And honestly, if they don't- What's the point of having a shotgun if you're just using slugs anyway? Yeah, you know, really. Go with buckshot. So you're probably going to be all right with like level three or less. Mm -hmm. So I also found a place called innerbankequipment.com, and they have bullet-resistant panels that you can find. And- the way these work, they were pretty reasonable, too. Um, you actually choose the size panel you had, you know, that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So they had, like, 3 by 8 3 by 10 4 by 8 4 by 10 and some other in-between. So you can pick out based on your setup. But it was, like, 600 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I had to say, if you're kind of stuck in the city and you're seriously worried about it. Yeah. It's better than pushing your, your kitchen table up against the door. Now, that's your next option. You know, if you can slide the bookshelf mm-hmm. in front of the wall, you think they're going to be trying to shoot through, that might buy you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, books and magazines will take a lot. Yeah. Um, sliding your couch in front of it might make it hard for them to open the door, but it's not really stopping any bullets. That's right. You know, but uh, I also figure if you're not advertising, you're in there and worth getting. They're not going to waste a lot trying to break down your door. A lot of ammo. Because if they're going through, you know, a 50-story apartment building and you got eight units on each floor, they're not going to freaking, you know, unload their gun on every single door. Right. Unless they're outside and it's a complete blackout and they see one apartment with the lights on. Then you might have a problem. Mm -hmm. And they count, oh, he's on the fifth floor and he's the third from the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you might be in trouble. So try not to be a jackass. Right. I'm just putting that out there. Keep your shades. Keep your shades shades drawn tight. That's what Kevin's rule is. Yep. All right. Now let's say, hypothetically. All right. They get through your door. All right. You don't, you're not allowed to have a gun in this city. You got your baseball bat with your sock, but you mess up twice. He gets it from you. And now he goes, you better run, you better run, little man. That's right. And that's what you do. Safe room. Safe room. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of you guys can use your bedroom. Uh, plan plan for it. Whatever's easiest to get to from your front door. No. Yep. Uh, apartments are generally pretty small, so you... And what I was thinking, I was thinking about this a lot, and mm-hmm. the cool thing about an apartment building mm-hmm. 
is they don't really know what the deal is, so it's real easy to make like a false wall. Right. Because there's no like perspective, like the outside of the house right. and things they can see. They don't know that the next apartment doesn't come in a little bit, that kind of thing. So you can really make some nice safe hiding places. Right, right. You can store your guns there. You can hide yourself there. You can hide Jews if you have you know, to. Jews, sure. Mm-hmm. They're an underground railroad. Right. Whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Like maybe you run into the bedroom and you open the patio door and you know they like you gotta have the long curtains that are gonna be flowing with the wind. Right, right. So and then you go in the closet with the false wall, mm-hmm. he comes in, oh, they went out the window. Damn it. Damn it. Because mm-hmm. you, you gotta have the curtains though for effect, is what I think. Right, right. Sometimes you put your shoes underneath the curtains so they think you're right there. Oh <laughs> that's some tricky uh-huh. shit right there. <laughs> Oh, that's disturbing. Um, that's what I got. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. Sounds about right. Yep. Um, right. um, you also, the only other thing I would say is if you can coordinate it all, and again, I wouldn't want you to have to share your supplies or whatever. And I'm sure you're not going to find a lot of other prepper-minded people who all happen to share your floor or whatever. But if you can secure an entire floor. Right. You're going to have way better success of just trying to block the entryways on and off your floor. Right. Um, maybe everybody in your building's kind of jetting out mm-hmm. and you can kind of, you know, command your floor and just lock it up. That might be the way to go. And like I said, I don't really think if there's a bunch of different floors, unless you look like a target they want, mm-hmm. they're only going to devote so much resources to you. Right. Plus, honestly, if you're up on the 50th floor, I don't even know that they're coming up. They're not even going to bother. They're going to be like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you just got to ride it out with the <laughs> supplies you have. So when we were talking about six months, maybe think about six months. Um, it's up to you. Do what you can do. But realize it can get hot and it can get cold in that apartment. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need to find a way to do it. You know, you're not having extra wood to throw on the fire. Sure, there's a lot of furniture and stuff on your floor. Not so easy to burn on an apartment. It's gonna go pretty quick, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, If you want to get a hold of us, got any Mm -hmm. ideas? Preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Now, sometimes we're a little slow with the response with the email. That's right. We got about three in there. Yeah, it's my fault. No, we got about three emails that I still haven't responded. Kevin's got to step it up. But yeah, no emails. Um, If you want to stay in touch with us all week, you might want to. uh, Check us out on the Facebook group, uh, mm-hmm. Prepping Badass Group. It's just Facebook Prepping Badass Group, I guess. Right. Um, you can find it in the show notes, that kind of thing. We also have a Facebook page. I don't know. Who knows what the difference is? I don't know. I don't know um, But, yeah, shoot us an email. Maybe you want to head over to iTunes and leave us a review. That'd be great. Um, 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 I'm not sure what else. I don't know. If you go over to the iTunes, you'll see what I just did there. It's yeah. kind of uh, a little play on if there. You wanna, uh, yeah, if you want to support us on Patreon, that's greatly appreciated. Uh, if you live uh, in Australia, the the map, there's still a couple the of... the bank. couple of the beers. <laughs> a couple of patches left. If you live in Australia, questionable about the United States. Now, I'm told that Hamish will hand-deliver. If you live in Tasmania. If you live in Tasmania? Yeah. 
Right. You have to be on the island. That's like somebody saying, oh, if you live in New York, Mm -hmm. Kevin will bring it over personally. Yeah, about the same size. Same size. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what the size is. (laughs) Whatever. All right. Uh, I think they can ship them on, on the Tasmanian Devils, right? Yeah. To just strap them they, on there. They and, strap them on. Or, yeah. You know what? Just check your local kangaroos. There may be one. We hide them in the pouch. That's right. So you got to grab them, hold them down. But you have to. Reach in the pouch. <laughs> you have to outpunch the kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it. With that, stay safe. And we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. <laughs> created by man don't miss wild country wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m eastern presented by primos speak the language waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment